the Chinese year of the black milkshake. Welcome to Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast with me, Jorma Kirko, and him... Ray Mack. And we're recording down in James Joyce, our local juicer in Istanbul. And you can also find us on Grow Radio UK, home of the biggest selection of podcasts, 24 hours, 7 days a week, Gemster. Yes, and this week's show is more crammed than a miser's wallet. Ray's got the psychiatologists in later after a summer hiatus. And Honzi has October's birthday horoscopes. We've got True or False post of the week. And, of course, Morgan Freeman, one of my favorites, is back with a vengeance. And he's reading a beautiful poem <laughs> he wrote called <laughs> The Immortality of Crabs. And remember, you can request a poem from Morgan, just like our avid listener, Paula Maxera, did last week. Just write to Yorma and suggest the topic and the first one out of the hat will get a self-pinned poem from Morgan. So, here it is. You know, Shakers, I'm an old man now and I've had experiences that I never could have dreamed of when I was born in Memphis, Tennessee back in 37. You might know me from acting, of course, but that's easy enough. You just pretend you're someone else. But in my autumn years, I've risen to a new challenge, writing poetry. Perhaps it's my true calling, but let others decide that after I'm gone. Each week on Black Milkshake Comedy Pubcast Facebook page, I take requests where I write a poem about any topic you wish for. Yorma says one day he'll teach me how to self-publish a book on Amazon just like he did. But I'm an old man now, but I appreciate the dream. Dreams are sometimes all that a man has. Anyway, a good friend of the show. One Paula McSara asked me to write a poem for her about the immortality of the crab, and I recalled a beach vacation I had in Malaysia about ten years ago. So here it is, Paula. The Immortality of the Crab by Morgan Freeman. As I walk by along the shore by the sea, I try not think about war or getting VD. There's lots of sand on this beach, and some rock pools I soon could reach. I decide to look in one to see what I can see to take my mind off last night's bar fee. Malaysia is a mighty weird nation. Oh, look, is that a pincered crustacean? I dip my toe in, and it's definitely a crab that bites me with a vicious jab. Oh, immortal crab. At least that's what they say. Lots of thoughts as I look across the bay. With pincers so sharp and shells so tough, like last night's hooker with the shaved muff, she seemed quite clean and not a bit bitchy. As I ponder, I note that my dick's a bit itchy. The ocean is full of salt and lots of fishes. If I met a genie who gave me three wishes, I'd choose cars, beers, and a life that's nice. But just my luck, I've just caught pubic lice. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that one, did you, right? I absolutely loved it. Mac loving it. Jimmy, the crabs. <laughs> it's a bad old dose. It's a bad old day. <laughs> bad old dose, man. Well, let's just give him a good clap for that one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy, how's the crack? Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, You're looking well. You're looking well. Yeah. You've got lovely, lovely eyes for a man. I do, I do, even though they're covered in glasses at the minute for something I need to read a bit later, but uh, yeah. Uh, and the sun's back out again, isn't it, after a couple of days of rain? 
I love, absolutely love October, Jimmy. Absolutely love it. Cooler weather, I agree with you. And mm. the leaves, the leaves, Jimmy, they're changing color. Oh, I love that. I, I, I love that. That you know, that from green to yellow to orange to brown, and then dead. Just gorgeous, isn't it, <laughs> Jimmy? <laughs> it's, it's the dead bit that bothers me. That's what I hate about this time of year. It looks beautiful. The weather still feels nice, but you know, yeah. it, it's nearly all over. And Jimmy, October is the spooky month, the spooky music, the spooky films, the spooky costumes. I just love the whole feel, Jimmy, about October. Plus, Jimmy, the last week of this month, October, plus the last week of this October month, Jimmy, the Milkshake Boys will be having our Creep It Real episode to coincide with the witching month, Halloween. Yeah, we will. We'll be able to get some of those weird and creepy jingles that we used last year for it. I'm quite looking forward to those, actually. I'm still a bit freaked out about them, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, it gives <laughs> and it gives the chance of the Shakers to get caught by the ghoulies. It does. It does. Indeed. And, it, and, and you know that little pun that you made? It's not, That was Hansi, I think, is going to make that one a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> You're freaking me out. <laughs> chin chin. Cheers, Jimmy. Cheers. So, are we going to do true or false? Celebrity. Are false. Are you ready? True. Good lads. <laughs> Michael Bolton auditioned uh-huh. for Black Sabbath in the early 80s. I was actually going to say Johnny Logan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he freaks you out, doesn't he? He does. He does. <laughs> Especially in this spooky of months. So, Michael Bolton auditioned for... Uh... Black milkshake, did you say? How would you bite me? Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, You would very much doubt it when you've looked at a lot of the singles that he did. But if you ever look at the people he played with, um, his session musicians and people like that, they were quite a group of serious rockers. Um, Had Desmond Child and Diane Warren playing with him and writing for him of course because he couldn't write his own it's not Mm -hmm. quite black sabbath um but i think he was more of a rocker in the first place before he became a crooner so i'm a bit off the cuff i'm gonna go for true yeah good lad is that right correct and right my friend Wow, two out of two so far. (laughs) No, come on slow down to think black sabbath (laughs) guitarist a guy called tony lamy he confirmed that Bolton had indeed auditioned as a vocalist for the band in the 80s, despite, Jimmy, Bolton previously denying the rumours. Lamy, uh, he recalled how the band had to look for a new guitarist, not a new guitarist, sorry, a new vocalist, mm-hmm. after Rainbow's Ronnie James Dio. He had left in November 82. In the search for a new singer, 
Lamy got in touch with rock singer David Coverdale, mm-hmm. but he had just formed a hard rock band, White, White Snake. Snake. The band continued their hunt for a vocalist, and Bolton Jimmy was one of the singers who got behind a microphone for an audition. Now, seriously, Jimmy, Bolton would have been cuck. Absolutely cuck. An oddball. He's the king of elevator music, pal. <laughs> well, it was at the time, but, you know, might have, yeah, given, yeah, his yeah, career, that. Might have mm. given his career a different kind of lift. Mm. But anyway, eventually, Jimmy, they found Ian Gillen. Gillen went on to record one album in 83, Born Again. In theory, Jimmy, they had many lead singers. I think, Jimmy, 10 in total. Did they? Ozzy would have been, yeah. And Ozzy would have been, Jimmy, the original. But if you had to choose through all the years, for me, personally, definitely, absolutely, Ronnie James Dio was beyond, even beyond his stellar singing, took them to a brand new level. Ronnie James Dio followed by Ian Gillen for me. But if there are any shakers out there who disagrees with me, Jimmy, Mm -hmm. they can text us and share their thoughts. Yeah, why not? Why not? Get in touch if Jimmy, you think you that like Michael, the, uh, yeah, Michael you, Bolton should have been the singer of Black, uh, Black Sabbath. I knew I said Blacksmith. What was I thinking about then? Uh, <laughs> Black Sabbath. He had, a song I want, he had a song actually called I Want to Touch You There. Did he really? <laughs> he a bit did. Rude. Rude. <laughs> anyway, back to the rock band Sabbath. They were formed in Birmingham in 68, mm-hmm. Jimmy, by Lamy and Osborne. Mm-hmm. They were often cited, Jimmy, as the pioneers of heavy metal music. And originally, they were called the Polka Talk Blues Band after the brand of talcum powder Ozzy's mum preferred. Is that right? That's a far cry from Black Sabbath, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but Black Sabbath got their name from yeah. a Boris Karloff movie. Mm-hmm. A 1963 horror flick as we're in the month of October. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I was reading something uh, the other week, though. I think I think it was Geezer Butler, was it? I can't remember if it was Geezer Butler or um, or uh, Lomi, but um, apparently one of them really really was a Satanist at the time, Ooh. and um, started to you know was quite involved in these weird satanic rituals. Ozzy Osbourne and the rest weren't. But he got absolutely freaked out and uh, quit. And that was when they started wearing crosses after that. Yeah, Uh, but all the bands, they wore those big crosses. Yeah, they did. But Black Sabbath and rumoured that Led Zeppelin were as well. There were rumours of the occult, weren't there? Mm -hmm. There was, actually. Jimmy, in 82, Ozzy would bite the head of a a cat or a bat. (laughs) It was a bat. (laughs) That famous incident, Jimmy, in Iowa, fair enough. This is what happens, Jimmy, when the drugs get boring, pal. (laughs) Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. 73, Jimmy, by far their most pivotal album and my favourite of all. Paranoid, Iron Man, War Pigs, Children of the Grave were just a few of their hit singles, Jimster. Mm -hmm. I love um, War Pigs. And Paranoid. Uh, What was the other one? Paranoid. Uh, Iron Man. All right. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, a good fact here, actually, and the Shakers will like this. The coughing heard at the beginning of Sweet Leaf 
of Sabbath's third studio album, Master of Reality, is guitarist Tony Lamy. He had been smoking a joint Jimmy in the studio given to him by Ozzy, of course. <laughs> the title of the song was taken from a packet of Irish cigarettes which said, It's the sweet leaf, and it refers to marijuana. Hmm. And the song coined the phrase wheat leaf as slang for marijuana. Well, Did not know that. Oh, yeah. There we go. Well, you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Question number two, Jimmy. <laughs> right, go on. Homerine cut a bit of black milkshake, a.k.a. Guinness, on a slug will kill it in a matter of seconds. Um... Hmm. Interesting. Slu- uh, slugs. Salt. Slugs. Yeah. Same thing. Correct. Salt right. does that, doesn't it? Most definitely. Correct. Salt, Jimmy. It draws water from inside the slug and rapidly dehydrates it. All right. Rumor has it slugs carry pepper spray, Jimmy, when they go out late at night <laughs> to, protect, really? to protect themselves from assault. <laughs> you know just when you're saying slugs uh this morning uh, something happened actually i i woke up and um needed to uh perform my um morning devotional which took a, a little little bit more time than it often does for probably because of what i'd eaten yesterday anyway um one of my duties in the morning is that i make a flask of coffee for the wife that she takes to work and um well obviously i was on the toilet for that amount of time that um i didn't quite get around to it and she'd come into the kitchen already and started making making the coffee and Uh she's got this flask if she kind of goes two-thirds full it means i can get a mug of coffee out of it and that's the coffee maker as well so uh she filled up the flask and um i'm doing something else and uh she said I heard her say something like, uh, so you've only had it, got a slog or something like that. And I misheard it. And I thought she said, did you have a slog? And <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, maybe this is because the wife's American. I thought maybe this is one of these American words. I don't know. <laughs> so um, I said, yeah, it was a really big slog. I needed to flush it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of become my word of the day, actually. Apparently, you know, slog, it's like a slug, isn't it? Well, it mm-hmm. is like a slug, but a slug of a drink or something. And uh, she meant just a mouthful. But uh, So after that, I used the word as often as I could today. I cleaned out the catch slog from the, uh, the tray. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> go on. Slugs evolved, Jimmy, from snails. Reducing the size of the shell and internalizing it. Slugs, Mm -hmm. yeah, slugs are simply snails without shells. Mm -hmm. France, Jimmy, good old France, is the culinary capital of snail dishes. Mm -hmm. Every year, 40,000 tons of, now I I mightn't get this pronunciation right, escargot. No, you don't say the T, escargot. Escargot, yeah, it's considered the culinary king. It's a gooey delight, Jimmy. I know you like your cooking. Moist mm. inside. And it takes the flavor of the sauce it's cooked in. The protein content in snails 
lugs is similar, Jimmy, to your beef. Also good, Jimmy, in iron and calcium. But those mm. garden or sidewalk slugs can be eaten, Jimmy. But you need to be very careful, pal. Seriously, mm. preparation is fucking crucial. Yeah, for so all eating them. So all of you who are thinking of going out there, thinking that Ray is endorsing going around with a fork, snap, stabbing a snail because it's raining, please think again. Don't do this at home, kids. <laughs> Jimmy, when you catch those fuckers in your garden, mm. you need to put the diet of water and lettuce for about seven days. Seriously. And if you want to really go the gourmet route, mm. feed them, Jimmy, with barley and veggies. You then put them on a three-day fast before you plan to devour them. Well, this that's shakers, cr- that's cruel. Yeah. No, Jimmy, these shakers clear their digestive tracts. No, they How clear, would you cook clear them? everything. You're pretty much starving the poor bastards. Knock your feckin' self out, shakers. Have you ever had them? Jimmy, never in my life. Maybe I did, uh, that I didn't even know about. I've been in France twice. Mm. And I've eaten in France, but I don't know if I have. I had them in Barcelona once, uh, which is Catalonia, which has some things in common with, with France. And I'd had a mad, yeah. mad night out uh, with my sister uh, that had involved yeah. her sitting on the street in the middle of one of the main roads in Barcelona and puking her guts up and somebody coming out with a couple of <laughs> bottles of water, which we thought they were going to um, let her drink, you know, to make her feel better and they just poured both of them over her head. And, um, <laughs> anyway, I, I wasn't as bad as that, but the next day we went out to, to see the uh, Sagrada Familia, the big uh, cathedral there. And mm-hmm. I'd fancied snails, so I ordered them and um, yeah, got them in this pot and they were cooked in garlic, some kind of wine and tomato sauce. And after what I'd imbibed the night before, I can honestly say these were not a good idea. Seriously, yeah, Jimmy, I'm currently, I'm currently uh, studying snails and slugs. And safe to say, Jimmy, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slow learner. <laughs> All right. Finish, Jimmy. Yeah. All right. Should we go over and see what words of wisdom Hansi has for us this month? Let's go straight over, Jimmy. Hansi's horoscopes. Hansi, Hansi, horoscopes. Hansi, Hansi, horoscopes. Isn't it hard? If you were born in the eighth month of the year, it means you're either a Scorpio or a Libra. October folks are like the poikikos of the zodiac, blending a bit of this and that, just like the diverse flavors of South African cuisine and some of my. <clears throat> Parties. You might have a touch of spring fever if you're in the southern hemisphere with flowers blooming and birds singing. But if you're up north, well, it's a different story. Autumn is here, so that means conkers. Oh man, I love conkers. I think the Yanks call them horse chestnuts or buck size, but that's a totally cack word, bro. As the sun and penis are in your sign, you're brimming with charm, confidence and magnetism that will take you far in love and life, and this is a great time for you to win a conquer competition. With Mercury retrograde doing its thing, you need to collect the beautiful nuts, drill through them, put a piece of string through them, and let Aries, the god of war, decide who gets to smash your opponent's conquer to smithereens. You can boil them in vinegar to make them harder, or put nail lacquer on them. 
I'm an expert at conquers and the main reason is that I cheat. Not in a bad way, but more in a way that helps me to win. I have a big box of dried out conquers from last year and they rock hard man. Now, scorpions and librarians might not get exactly the same kind of month. Scorpions sometimes can have a prickly character and even if you still have a sting in your tail, I strongly suggest that you avoid chickens and cats. For librarians it's quite different. You're very good at balancing the books and this might be quite a good month for indulging yourself. I very much recommend you call my racing hotline for some hot tips on 0898 1911 You know that Honzi will fix it for you and you and you. I won't be around for a while as I'm going to South Africa to go to my good friend Abraham's birthday party. We're going to have a spring break and maybe do a spit roast but at the very least there will be lots of bourbons for the ladies to feast on. Remember though that if any of you have any urgent personal problems for me to solve just contact Ray or Yoma and I'll be onto it like a rat up a drain pipe as I will be at Abraham's party. And then there's a full moon in fiery Aries on the 20th, the first one of the winter season no less, which leads up to Halloween. So watch out for all the ghosts and your ghoulies. Famous October birthdays include our very own Desmond Tutu, a true South African legend, John claude Van Damme, Vladimir Putin and a controversial one, Buckner Fanning, who once made an album called The Strategy of Penetration, which I thought sounded a bit rude for a man of the cloth. Happy birthday to you all. So, my October friends, prepare for a month of cosmic shenanigans, embrace the chaos, enjoy whoever you ride, and remember, life's like a lekker bride. You just have to savor the unexpected flavors. <laughs> Hansi never fails to entertain. No! Absolutely yeah, conquers, <clears throat> Jimmy. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. It's not always necessarily about the Zodiac, but he brings up some interesting topics, doesn't he? But conquers, seriously. Did you, did you play when you were a kid? I did. And I'll be doing it this Halloween month as well. Mm. I, I remember when I was a kid scrambling for the conkers everywhere, you know. And um, when I when I lived in France, because kids didn't play conkers there, and their tree the conkers were ready on the trees earlier. So we used to collect hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them, thinking this will be great to play. And then, of course, nobody knew what we were doing. They thought we were looking for something to eat. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should have a conquer match, right? Oh, I tell you, definitely. We'll get round for that, Jimmy. And now for something completely different. Dr. Brutus Himmler is the world's leading psychiatrologist. From his clinic in Beltsville, Maryland, he's helped thousands to unlock their inner selves and embrace all their disorders and especially hypersexual ones. Himmler uses radical cognitive behavior techniques and novel polygraph insertion to get to the bottom of your problem. Brutus Himmler Institute of Working out your inner psyche Rectal polygraphs up your hiney No more lies when it's up your bum Solving problems, we get the job done Brutus Himmler's Institute of Psychology Now, um, it's been several months, Ray, since uh, we've done the last psychiatology probing on uh, on you as Dr. Himmler from the Brutus Himmler Institute of Psychiatology in Beltsville, Maryland has been away for the summer. Now, if you're a new listener out there, just to fill you in, so to speak, Ray once allegedly got caught up in a rather... Uh, thank you. Ray once allegedly got caught up in a rather filthy act of belching, but also 
in <laughs> also in a that was accidentally on purpose. Yeah, I'm sure it was. He was also caught in a rather embarrassing situation where it's alleged that he was trying to gain access to housewives' boudoirs to conduct illicit bra fittings in his hometown. Now, while this was never proven, it possibly is the reason why he decided to move abroad and was referred to the world-famous psychiatologist Dr. Brutus Himmler. Dr. Himmler basically likes Ray to voluntarily undergo compulsory psychiatological profiling each month, and we check that he's being truthful in his answers by introducing this rectal polygraph. Remember this one, Ray? Yeah, I do. (laughs) And measuring the waves. (laughs) Jimmy, sticking feathers up your rectum doesn't make you a chicken. (laughs) But I'm ready. See, you're ready. Okay. All right. Now, uh, Ray, because it's it's been a while. Would you like a knob of butter or or will the usual swarfiga be enough to limber up, do you think? Ah, come on. I'm feeling a little bit sluggish this evening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Just just pass us that butter, Ashton. Okay, right. Okay, Ray. Unbuckle the old... uh, Belt, right? Trousers down. Okay, butter down. Yep, down. Yep. And just remember, just remember, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it's going to hurt me. Okay. Absolutely sure of that. Yeah. So it's all all in place now. Okay. Yeah, I can see the. Yes, I, I can see a little wave on the monitor screen there. Okay. So the first question, Ray, and I need you to tell the truth. Wait a minute. That's that. Wait a minute. That's much. That's much. But that's much butter. <laughs> we we need we need a spreading knife or something. Or just maybe a baby wipe or something. Right. Uh, okay. So we don't want it slipping out, do we? Um, so the first question. Remember, you need to answer these truthfully based on what you're thinking at this minute. So, what's the name <laughs> often used for a beam of light from the sun? Is it a a bolt? B, a stream, or C, a ray? I'm going to go with my first name, Ray. Okay. All right, good. Um, yep, that's come through. Uh, the Yeah, the polygraph seems to be working here. Okay, question two. How many times have you been caught stealing underwear from Mrs. O'Leary's washing line and had it revealed on this show? A, never. B, once. Or C, it's not only Mrs. O'Leary, but half of the Turkish women who live in my apartment building. I hope nobody's listening to this. Yeah, once, once, once. Okay. Right, three. What number do you need to add to two to make four? Is it one, 27, or two? I have to hurry you here. Two. Exactly. Okay, good. I'm glad you made that decision. Uh, Question four. Would you rather attend a five-course dinner at a friend's house or cook it all yourself? So, attend or cook? You know, after a busy week and all that. I attend it. Yeah, okay. Attend, attend. Yeah, okay. Right, five. The words arsehole, anus, (laughs) and arachnid all start with which letter? Is it A? A. Is it B? B, or is it C, X? That's tricky. It's not that tricky. I say A. Okay. All right. Question six. What is the tall South American grass 
cold that swingers often grow in their gardens to indicate to like-minded people that they're open to a bit of wife swapping? Is it A. Pampas grass, B. Lemongrass, or C. AstroTurf? Pampas grass. Pampas grass, okay. Now, question seven. We get it coming close to the end now. The Conservatives, Sinn Féin, and Democratic Unionists are all examples of a political what? A, a manifesto, B, a party, or C, a theory? Can I go for manifesto? Well, you could do, but it's completely wrong, though, isn't it? Because they're not a manifesto. Theory. Try the other one, right? (laughs) The first one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're back on manifesto then in that case. Um, So the conservative, what? Is it the conservative manifesto, the conservative party, or the conservative theory? Is it the the conservative party? Right. Okay, we get there in the end. Okay. Number eight. Complete this famous U2 song. Blank or without you? With or without you. Okay. Nine. Name a famous agony uncle and astronomer from South Africa. Hansi. Okay. All right. That's the questions over. So just try to relax a little bit and we'll try and squeeze the, the polygraph out. Okay. Take it easy. Take it easy. You might want a bit more butter there just to ease it out. Okay. Right. Well done, Ray. Um, bit easier than you thought. Um, you know, I think once you've done it a few times, it sort of eases up, doesn't it? And breathe. Th- did it smart a bit? No. Lovely. Oh, okay. Well done. Well done. So it would, it would appear that there were no uh, anomalies. Um, so you would appear to have been at least 90% truthful, according to Dr. Himmler, who's sending me messages through right now. So the results seem to be quite interesting. We can get quite a good idea of your innermost psyche here. And as you answered the questions, we can reveal exactly what you said. Now, looking at the, some of the answers that you gave there in the correct order, it would appear that you were sending the subliminal message that Ray wants to attend a pampas grass party with Honzi. Uh, now, this is quite fascinating that even though you know <laughs> that there is a chlamydia epidemic going around at the moment and, and that Reader's Wives magazine did give you their back catalogue of naughty milfy skanks for your birthday last week, you still <laughs> seem to be tempted back to your old ways and Dr. Himmler heartily recommends you get you get back to your vigorous acts of self-pollution over Reader's Wives magazines instead of spreading filthy diseases among the community. Dr. <laughs> Himmler says he wants you to continue the treatment until we can finally eradicate this base foul line of thinking. Let's meet next month, Dr. H, he says. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can take my glasses off now. I need to really look carefully at the screen when he's sending me the messages through. <laughs> <laughs> Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Uh, as we're in a sluggish mood, Jimster, it's <laughs> quite appropriate for posts of the week 
It reminds me, Jimmy, of a joke I overheard in the local juicer years ago. A man and his pet slug walk into a bar, Jimster. Mm-hmm. It's about 5 p.m., but fair play, they're ready for a good night of drinking. You know yourself, Jimster, a good feckin' night of drinking, pal, mm-hmm. partaking in scoops of intoxication like. They start off slowly, as you do, watching a bit of TV, drinking beer, eating peanuts and crisps, followed by feeds of more beer, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. As the night goes by, they up the ante and move to mixed drinks and then shots one after the other, slugging them, slugging them back like there was no tomorrow. Finally, the bartender says, last call for alcohol. So the man says, one more for me and one more for my slug. Go on to feck, bartender, get them in. The bartender sets them up and they shoot them back, Jimmy. Suddenly, the slug falls over dead, Jimmy. Stone cold dead. The man throws some money at the bar, puts on his coat, and starts to leave. The bartender yells, Hey, buddy, you can't just leave that lion there. You just can't leave that lion there. To which the man replies, That's not a lion. That's a fucking slug. (laughs) (laughs) well well what can i say that's all folks next week we've got the man who self-identifies as a cowboy that we should have had on this week technical difficulties unfortunately at hackett technologies there morgan freeman will be reading us another poem plus bits and pieces of nonsense as usual as always, many thanks for your support, Shakers. Please share this podcast link and tag Yorma Tirko, K-I-R-K-K-O, and Raymark, and write a short line about why you enjoyed today's show. Yeah, we can, as we say every week, we can only keep making this show if new listeners keep finding us. And so please tell a friend, and if you're in Ireland or in the UK, give us a five-star rating on Spotify. Yep, uh, Turkish and Malaysian listeners might not have that option without using a VPN due to the wisdoms of media censorship in countries like this. But a rating from anywhere in the free and democratic West would be more than just a little appreciated. So, <laughs> oh, special thanks to Morgan Freeman, Dr. Brutus Himmler, George and Zippy of Rainbow. James Joyce, Irish Pub, Grow Radio UK, Eamon McAndrew. See you next week. Shakers, good skills. Good skills. Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Kierko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023.